This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? Tell me what's up, John. What's up is that the Lakers are NBA champions for the 17th time. Get it? It's been a decade, man. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. I want to thank all our followers. We're going to get into all of this. We're going to reminisce a little bit. We're going to look forward a little bit. Um, check out our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, wherever you get your pods. If you're enjoying this pod, share it with your friends. Throw us a comment. Check us out on social media at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. Let's celebrate, John. Celebratory Let's... Championship Edition. Interrupt. Seriously, it's a celebration. Uh Oh boy, before we get into in and out man, I think we just need to like let it out a little bit. This feels good. Especially the way we did it. I know. Oh, just, it feels so good. Like to allow like 36 points and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Refs can't do nothing about that. They tr- and they tried. Nobody can do nothing about that. Yeah. I mean they like you know what's funny is is uh you know, we got real cocky the last time we did a pod and it was after yep. we were up 2-0 and we right. said we were going to sweep. We had all these stats about how the team was going to have the best win-loss, like, like you know, top 10 win-loss record yep. and right, right. AD and Braun, all these statistics and stuff. And then game three was a slog. Like, you and I yeah, texted man. each other and said, like, wow, that felt like the first real finals game. Totally. We pulled it out, but but that was a tough battle. Um, You know, and then I think as we all... uh. Oh, wait, actually, sorry. Did we win? Yeah, we won game three, and then we no, lost, we lost game. We lost three and five. That's right. We lost three. And, yeah, so sorry. So we lost three, and then... Um, but still, that one was a slog. Yeah. That was but, Jimmy Butler's uh, godlike game. 40 yeah, point yeah. Triple and then, double. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. They're already, they're already mixing together in my mind. <laughs> I only remember the wins, Luke. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but then game five, you know, it... it, it I think we might have flown a little too close to the sun there. Oh, we yeah. opted in for the Mambas. AD had the gold, the 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 shoe surgeon custom uh-huh. Larry O'Brien gold shoes. Uh-huh. You know, and the funny thing is that like we almost won that game, right? We had we basically just had to get one defensive stop mm-hmm. or score, and we would mm-hmm. have won that game. But to your point, like, I, like as much as it would have been great to win in the Mambas and and win in five. I'd much rather win with this dominant exclamation mark at the end of the season and Me not too. the like, wow, they barely pulled it out against the Heat. This is like the, no, this team has a whole nother gear yep. kind of game. And this was, this was the kind of game that was like, oh, you thought we've been adjusting? You thought, like, <laughs> you thought that there have been like, like this is the first time Caruso was in the starting lineup. and Well, I think what is more important is actually the domino effect of that. Yep. Which is that this is the first game since he's joined the team that Anthony Davis had started at center. Ooh, I didn't know that. This is the first game where AD started at center and LeBron started at the four. This is the death lineup. The death yep. lineup is AD at center, and it took us until game six of the NBA Finals <laughs> to do it. And we were talking about this as like cockiness or something like that, but I. I think that there's there's just a level of coaching that's saying like Vogel's a film room guy, right? That's how he, that's how he came up. And 
I think that we don't see as many mid-game adjustments from him because there is a awareness of, you know, let's wait till the next game and just destroy him in the first quarter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a luxury you have with this team you don't have with most teams. Yeah, but, and it, yeah. it can be frustrating as fans because you want to win every game. But to to see this game six and be like, oh man, there were still adjustments left in that bag. And we still haven't really seen LeBron AD pick and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And just just imagine, uh, we, we don't even need to get into personnel changes for next year. We let's celebrate these guys. But um there's there's a lot left in the tank that the rest of the league hasn't seen. And I think that yes. bodes well for this turning into not just a fluke year, something that I think LeBron is going to be on a tear to continue to prove. And I think that AD is setting himself up for an MVP season next season. So Dude, you've been calling for that. Let's get it in or out because I'm going to I'm just going to yeah. go off the rails here, man. Yeah, let's do it. So, Luke, in or out, uh, starting AC, Alex Caruso, the GOAT Caruso in game six was Vogel's best adjustment uh, of the entire season. Not entire season. I think that the best adjustment was our defensive adjustment against James Harden and Russell Westbrook, the Rocket okay. series. I thought that was like a holy shit, like zone plus trap switching in and out man to man the the way that they were doing it the way that it was like based on who had the ball where that was the most incredible defensive adjustment this was this was a elegant simple adjustment that uh blew the heat up and set uh, set the tone right away and we we talked about this i want to take credit for it but i'm going to take credit for it <laughs> We talked about the the how how you know slotting Caruso into that starting lineup opens you up to have a lot of size and athleticism on your bench, but being able to start really strong nose, like getting steals like we saw, getting rebounds like we saw, you know, taking charges, all the little things that really open up the game and gives you the spacing because yeah, Caruso's not like a knockdown three point shooter, at least yet. Um but AD is. And so you really only have one guy on the court that isn't completely respected from three, but it's he still is somewhat like he's still a perimeter player that can torch you um, and get to the get to the rim. So I, I thought that it created great spacing on the offensive end, and then just totally blew up their offense when we were playing defense. It was it was just a beautiful beautiful adjustment and a beautiful game by Caruso, especially after that last game in game five. I thought he was you know just kind of yeah. all over the place, like playing with a lot of energy, but not really focused. And this was this is Caruso's like most poised and effective and targeted energy game. Um, and I'm just thrilled to see that from him, too, man. What a story. Awesome Seriously, story. Line. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think that this was the best adjustment, but I think that it was probably the easiest one. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that I think that Vogel's had this in the bag the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I love I love I told you this after the game. Mark Jackson is on record saying that he he would not have made this adjustment. And that Jeff Van Gundy was like, no, I think this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, let, let me give you let me give you something real quick before we go to the next one. Yeah. February 13th, I tweeted at uh, Laker Film Room Pete. Something I've been thinking about lately. Crusoe has never had a full NBA season. He's had some injuries this year. It's tough to grind through 82. Have we been saving Crusoe for the playoffs? <laughs> i mean i think in a way yes and the thing is especially without avery 
I just want to say this. Yeah. He he brings an intensity to our perimeter defense right. that I think sometimes we lack. Totally. And and I actually think that he is probably the most versatile defender of all of our guards. I agree. Because he is not afraid to put a body on a much, much, much bigger player. And he's I think pretty strong. I think Avery would have done really well this playoffs. Just looking totally at how agree. he was shooting before the break. He was, he's, he got really, really good for the, uh, those 18-footers, which we had open yes. from the point guard spot all Everywhere. the time. Yeah. Um, and a guy being able to have a guy like him go up against Drogic in the first game and then Butler in the other games would have been a real luxury. So he's coming back next year, and that's a good thing. Yes, he and is. he got all a right. phone call. He got a phone call from Rob Palenka saying, this is yours too, man. Yeah, like, yeah. The, of course. Yeah, which is but like... Not everybody would do that, dude. Would Daryl Morey you know, do that? I don't know. But do you know? Do you know who else got phone calls? Magic Johnson got a phone call. Yeah. Demarcus Cousins got a phone call. Yep. Like this. This is how you build that team culture, right? Like we're mm-hmm. still rebuilding our team culture, mm-hmm. right? And like that's the way you do it is by wrapping your arms around all the guys who helped you get there, right? Like to to say that like J.R. Smith deserves a ring. And Avery Bradley doesn't or something like right. that is it would be so silly, right? Like no one would think something like that. Um, so, you know, the, re- the reason that they were able to totally cruise in the bubble seating games and just not give a shit was because Avery was part of that team. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like he had yeah. an impact. He for sure did. Um, all right, Luke, in or out. I can't believe I'm saying this and that it might even be plausible. Mm-hmm. Rajon Rondo was the Lakers' third best player in the playoffs, and if not, one hundred percent in. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am it's, too. It's I can't believe it. It's undeniable. I think. I think KCP could have cracked it if he'd had yeah. a, a little better play, like in the first couple series. I think I think KCP was better in the finals than Rondo overall. I think that Rondo yeah. had a great game this game. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he didn't look great yeah. in the finals. But overall in the playoffs, yeah, Rondo, Rondo was our big part of our big three. Crazy. Wild. It's so cool. It's wild. Um, all right, Luke. Uh, yeah. Just this is on, on a personal level. In uh-huh. or out, uh, this championship is the sweetest one so far. I tie it with Kobe's fifth championship against the Celtics. Yeah. I, yeah. Let's go. I, I yeah. don't know which one to pick. Yeah, that's that's the same so. one. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn in. I I will say I think that I give this one a slight edge, and mm-hmm. and it's hard though because that one was against the Celtics. But mm-hmm. I, I think the reason that I give this one the edge is that as you know, I kind of picked up that team like midstream. I, I didn't pick mm-hmm. them up that season. I I picked them up the year. I picked them up in uh, in 08. Mm-hmm. But I had kind of stopped watching. The mm-hmm. Lakers, like I wasn't as engaged in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then like in high school, you got me back into it. Mm-hmm. And like, so I guess what I'm saying is like, I've been, I've been there since the ground floor with this team. Yeah, it's true. I've, you know what I mean? You've in a way those. that I haven't been for any of the, the, the previous championships really. Right. Um, like I, I came in when they were already a favorite, right? I, I re-entered yeah. the fold when they were a favorite. And the other ones, I was so young for the for the other ones. Like totally. I loved them, but I, yeah. I couldn't contextualize them the way that I can now. Right. And so I, I, I get that. And we like this, this ten years, man. Ten years of slog, and you've you've been like loyally following this awful, awful team. 
We're like the only hope of our entire season. Julius Randle, like finally somebody fun to watch breaks his freaking leg on game one. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's, it's really sweet. Yeah. Um, hey, this one's just for the record, but in or yeah. out, the five championships in Minneapolis should count towards the Lakers' total of seventeen. Yes, if you're gonna start, if you're gonna start throwing some out, you have to look at, you know, should a finals count when there are only nine teams in the NBA? I don't know who said that. Zach Lowe. Somebody said that. Zach Lowe. Zach. That's been Zach Lowe's point the whole time. Yeah. Is that like nine of the Celtics championships, or maybe five or six of them, came when there were only nine teams in the league. Yeah. Could and you he, imagine he always this says league? In, and dudes with, were smoking cigarettes in the yeah. locker room. Could you imagine what this league would look like if there were nine teams? How insane basketball oh would be. God. They'd all be like Olympic squads, basically. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. No, I'm in on this. And what I want to say about that is there was continuity of the team. Yeah. Right. Right. It, it wasn't like they sold the rights to some mm-hmm. guy in L.A. and he just put together a brand a fresh new team like there was continuity it's a, it's the same organization mm-hmm. just they just moved it's the same mm-hmm. group right so I agree. uh there's you know funny thing i actually i actually learned this i didn't know this they actually have one more championship but the league yeah. doesn't count it Mm-mm. and it was because it was like a predecessor league oh interesting yeah it was like the bba or something like that it, it was it was big ball association <laughs> That's probably what it was. Yes, uh, they don't count that one. Those those titles are not counted for anyone. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Luke, in or out? The Lakers going because they did this fifty seven and zero when leading at the start of the fourth quarter. They're the first team to have a, an undefeated record for an entire season when leading going into the fourth quarter. Is really just karma for all those swag time and young core blown fourth quarter leads and comebacks we've watched for the last like seven years. I love that. I'm so in. I'm so in. Because yeah. that's that's yeah. totally right. We we had to watch so many games slip through our fingers in the last three minutes. <laughs> just fall apart. <laughs> just a bunch yeah. of young guys are like, what do we do now? Yeah. It we got harder. It. <laughs> Why did yeah. it get harder? Why did it get harder? <laughs> God, imagine if those teams had made the playoffs. We would have gotten swept, oh, man. Swept. We would have got totally gotten swept in an embarrassing way. Because yes. there there would have been moments of like the young guys like beating on their chest, going up by ten to the fourth, and then losing. Russell by talking 15. about ice in his veins and then getting blown out. And then Rajon Rondo schooling him. Oh God. Was, yeah. Okay. In or out. Um we should have kept Kuzma over anybody else in the young core. <laughs> Contracts and feasibility notwithstanding, out of everybody that we drafted, Kuzma was the one to keep. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to my 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 take on this, which is that for this team, <laughs> yes, NBA champion Kyle Kuzma, just a kid from Flint. <laughs> He was so disappointing. <laughs> he was he was extremely disappointed. But listen, I I really really think that that of all the guys, of all the young guys, mm-hmm. like he's the one who uh whose game doesn't wither the most mm-hmm. in, when he's in like a an off ball kind of role. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is that I I I do, maybe maybe game five being the exception, but he's not the only problem there. Yeah. 
I don't think that he cost us anything or was a detriment to this team. No. He was just uh, yeah. rarely a big plus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, game five notwithstanding, because that that four point play was a joke. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, game yeah. game five notwithstanding, but everybody yeah. had their moments in game. Everybody five. had like, their moments in game five, and he has. But he, but he, but he yeah. should one hundred percent get a ring. Yeah. Oh, so of should course. Danny. Come on, come on. Of All course. these of course. fucking Part, idiots with their <laughs> petitions. It's like totally stupid. The the yeah. the the worst thing for Kuzma was that his best game came in the loss in game three. Like he was yeah. shooting really well that game yeah. and. Like he he was kind of the part of the reason why we were in it, and uh, we lost. So everybody forgot that he was good a game. Yeah, <laughs> which which is like totally unfair because Rajon was like only good in this last game, really. Um, yeah, and the first game. Um, yeah, but they were such epic wins that it's like, oh yeah, Rondo. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and we're very quick to forget like the very plus defense that Kuzma played in the earlier rounds. Totally. No, big Kuzma, development for in the him. other rounds. I think that Kuzma was just a little outmatched by the heat, especially the way that he plays defense, the way that he just kind of plays. He kind of, he's very bouncy. He like kind of yeah. prances around. And I think that that worked really well against undersized teams, but then against teams like the heat that are a little bit, that are a lot like more like tough nosed and like go at your chest. Um, he, they made him pay for the way that he plays. So, you know, learning moment. I, and I, I do, I do. He was an asset. Like I, I'm, I'm just kind of messing, um, but it's still you know, frustrating. Probably the most frustrating Laker. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Very, very easily. The most frustrating. Just it's because, you know, he has it in him. Like yeah. there were, there were moments. It was like, man, that was a bunny that all oh, like, Oh, you could have yeah. like not had that, attempt to do a magic johnson behind the head pass i was literally gonna say like yeah the magic johnson moment sticks in my mind (laughs) land landing in guys like crashing into guys landing zone on three-point shoot shots and stuff like that it's just when it's already going in like the shot's off yeah Yeah. but it's like dude tyler hero's like minus 56 in this series you don't need to close him out that hard (laughs) i know uh yes all right john in or out the NBA bubble. Dog, I'm in. This Dude. was a miracle. It was. Can you believe this? This was thousands of people. Yep. Interacting, doing their jobs like mostly normal for like a hundred days. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like the worst we had was like the Lou Williams chicken incident. Mm-hmm. And one rocket player. <laughs> who knows which one? Having like an Instagram model slip in and there were no positive tests. I'm not sorry, mm-hmm. not an Instagram model. It was a nurse. It was one of the, it was, it was one of the, one of the, COVID one of the nurses. nurses. Yeah. Um, uh, like it's, it's amazing. It, it really is. And especially as we see every week, NFL games getting postponed and delayed and whole teams getting infected. And like, who knows when the Tennessee Titans will play another football game. Uh, it's really a testament to this organization, uh, yep. to the entire league at every level. To have to conceive of this idea, to to form the partnership with Disney to make it work, and then mm-hmm. to execute it on the small level to every mm-hmm. person, you know what I mean? It's man, really impressive. Like I there agree. should be business school case studies for a hundred years based on this. Totally. Like it's totally. Yeah. I assume you are in as well. <laughs> yes. Good bubble. Bubble good. Good bubble good. Double bless bubble good. Uh all right, so Luke, with that, let's just let's just recap and reminisce a little bit. There was 
a lot of crazy stuff that happened, a lot of funny stuff that happened kind of in the game, in this last game, around this last game. Uh, my my personal favorite was that the Lakers just forgot Quinn Cook after the game. The team bus so left funny. without him. So he was funny. like in JR's comments on his Instagram, like his live Instagram <laughs> being like, yo, come pick me up. <laughs> it's so good. That's so funny. Oh, man. Um, so also, how about this? Like the audacity. Mm. Of J.R. Smith. <laughs> Dude, I know. Went right for Larry O'Brien. Tears a shirt off. As soon as Jeannie, like, finishes her sentence, just grabs it. And then who does it go to? Rondo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. It's so good. It's so good. It's so funny, like, the, all of the, you know, the players, like, Lakers media was kind of scared about the combination of personalities that we had on this team. And you could see him in full force in that post game. Oh yeah. It was a microcosm for sure. Credit to everybody. Credit to the coaching staff. Credit to the players for playing for something. It was like, everybody was so professional to get to that trophy. And now we got that trophy. That's over. (laughs) Shirts off. Shirts off, baby. I'm like half drunk right now. Kyle Kuzma. (laughs) Yeah. So good. It's just good to know that Rondo is the same guy in real life that he is when someone's taking a free throw. <laughs> yes, exactly. He doesn't change. He's just like his brother. Um, another cool point yes. is uh, Jeannie, just like her father, let the players take the trophy first. I mean, and just hearing the speeches, all that kind of stuff. I we are we are a different kind of org where the GM and the owner respect their players and don't just treat them as like little chess pieces yeah i mean look to put this in contrast with joe lacob Mm. who's like out in front holding up the trophy claiming Mm. it talking about light years ahead and instead you have genie who like first of all we have to recognize the first uh i think the official word is governor first like majority governor uh to be a woman to win a a championship in NBA history. Mm -hmm. Pretty remarkable, especially given the shadow that she's under, right? And the shoes she has to fill, the pressure. And she did it. She did it. And like that's I think that's really amazing. It's it's we've said this before, but it's it's one of the reasons why I'm really proud to be a Laker fan. Totally. Um like I love the genies our owner. And I think her subtle nods to her to her father with with her jacket Mm -hmm. and also she her necklace had his signature on it. Mm -hmm. Like she gets it, you know what I mean. Like everyone yeah. under on everyone on this team seems to understand the legacy and and how to build it and play into it, and and I love that. Totally. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it was always Doctor Buss's thing that he was like, "Hey, the players won this trophy. I want them to take it first. Yep. I love that she honored that and she Me kept too. that going. It's Me too. so cool. Would Jim Buss have done that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad he was nowhere near that trophy, man. So glad. Uh, me, yeah, me too. Me too. And I'm so glad that Jeannie took the reins from him. It, it has been, it has been such a journey of like to go from being a perennial favorite with one of the best players, top three players that's ever played basketball, top four. I'll add Kareem in there. Um, to and having the number one owner and the best coach ever. To losing all three 
Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And to be able to bounce back like this. I mean, like, really, if you put it all into perspective, this was a tough 10 years for Lakers fans because we, we expect greatness and we expect teams to try hard. And, but given the Chris Paul trade, given the death of Dr. Buss, the loss of Kobe Bryant with his Achilles and then actually as a human being, and then, um, you know, Phil Jackson aging out and not being able to coach anymore and not wanting to have anything to do with this team and going through the Byron Scott years and Luke right, Walton all years. All these coaches flaming out, Magic Johnson yeah. flaming out the way yeah, he did. I'm not going to be here. Yeah. Uh, and then to be able to pull it all together. It's a credit it's a credit to the guys that we got. It's a credit to LeBron too. I mean, jeez. What a what a stabilizing force he's been. And Vogel too. Like Vogel in his first year as a coach looks like he's been here for 10 years, man. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, I mean I think it's important to remember like how close Vogel got to this point. That's a good point. Many, many, many times in Indiana. Only to be stopped by LeBron. <laughs> Only to be stopped by LeBron. Um so he was ready, you know, he's seasoned. He's not, he's not some, he's not green, you know, he knows how yeah. to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, it's, it, this is the, this is the power of LeBron, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the reality is that we could have done all the same stuff we did mm -hmm. in terms of resetting the organization and, and, you know, losing the people we did and all this kind of stuff. And if that man doesn't sign on the dotted line yeah. with Magic Johnson at midnight on July 3rd, mm -hmm. None of this happens. No. It doesn't matter how many of the right pieces we put in place, whatever. If mm -hmm. he doesn't say, if he doesn't, for whatever reason, have in his mind, I want to go be a Laker. Yeah. None of this happens, you know? Nope. And so, so as much as it is a testament to all these people and they totally deserve it, mm -hmm. it's LeBron, man. Like it's. I know, man. The, I heard someone call the finals. They, they asked LeBron this. Uh -huh. They said, hey, uh, this is starting to be called the LeBron James Invitational. <laughs> they asked him that yeah they're like they're like how does it feel to be back after missing last year <laughs> that's funny man it's wild that's funny he's got um, so much left in the tank too man i know you see some of those dunks like oh, okay yeah. like some of my favorite dunks which is funny happened uh like after the quarter ended where like kuzma would like throw it off the backboard or the back we really tried to throw it off the backboard but it actually hit off the back of the rim and then it like then like lebron drops like a windmill dunk yeah this is like what what the hell dude like, yeah how'd you, are you try to conserve yourself no yeah not anymore it's amazing and it like, and people, people have like said like, oh, in the bubble, they gave him all this rest and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it was every other game, every other day yeah. was a game. It wasn't like three months, basically. Yeah. So it, it's not like that wasn't grueling. I mean, everybody was banged up it, and it was still playoff basketball. Everybody was like so focused and intense. I don't know. I don't, I don't see any weight in that argument. I understand like the lockdown being, that was a light, nice long rest for someone like LeBron, but at the same time, it didn't help us. We were, no, we were grooving it's, it's... before then. Yeah, I mean, it's also an opportunity for guys to get out of rhythm, for guys to get out of we shape. Did. For, we did. We yeah. did. Not out of shape, but we got out of rhythm. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be really honest. I was not confident that we were going to do this watching those bubble games. Yeah. You know, like right. I, I, I was pretty confident that we would beat the Portland Trailblazers. But mm -hmm. like, I did not think that this was 
inevitable yeah. when I was watching us play in the bubble. I was like, oh, shit, we really lost it. Like we had something and we kind of lost it over this period of time. How did you feel after game two against the Rockets, though? Oh, great. That was that was the games like, oh, I think we oh. got this. Yeah, that, that was, was that when it, yeah. Like, totally. oh, I, I think we're gonna win a championship. Well, and, and hey, how about this? The thing, the thing to remember is like, again, we still didn't play our best lineup against the Rockets. No, ever. No. Yeah, <laughs> or at least start it right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the crazy thing is we think like, oh, what a great adjustment putting in Markeith Morris to play mm-hmm. center. Mm-hmm. What if we had just played Anthony Davis at center? I know, I know. It's you know, it's wild. And that we we had more up our sleeves. There really was more that we could do in terms of, you know, like we we're talking about the pick and roll, more LeBron at the post. We could have had a little bit more creative screens. We had no Avery. No Avery. There's there's a lot there that, you know, this team is going to go into next season, not just with, and it's not like we didn't have a target on our back. We're the Lakers with LeBron and AD. Everybody was playing up for us. It's not like they're going to play up now that we're NBA champions. Yeah. You know. We got a lot left in the tank unless Giannis goes to Golden State or the Heat or something. I mean, odds are good, I think, for us to be back. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, anything, notwithstanding the kind of stuff that can derail, derail any team, yes, of the, I, think, I think you're right. Of do you want to run us through some of these stats real quick from yeah, that uh, Harrison Fagan posted? Because I think these are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so since this is, this is from uh, Lakers PR. So since 1980, LA has won 11 titles. It's the same number of championships as the rest of the Western conference combined throughout that time. God. That's wild. wild. Isn't it? Like, uh, it's also a lot of it, Western conference champions. I know 22. That's why. Well, I mean, I think the, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, the reason it's why funny the Western Conference I, is so good is the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> they have of, to I mean, be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's what's that number? What I mean, the next closest one is the Spurs with five. Since Spurs, Spurs five, probably. and then probably Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, LeBron and AD became the first pair of teammates in NBA history to average twenty-five points while shooting fifty percent from the field in a single postseason. That's minimum six games and no trash out of there. Um, and the fourth to do so in the NBA Finals. Shaq and Kobe, Gosh. Shaq and Penny, Julius Irving, and Tony. Do you know who Tony is? No idea. I don't know who Tony is. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I didn't know either. <laughs> We're young, man. Uh, the duo also became the first pair of teammates to finish first and second in postseason points since Kobe and Shaq in 2002. What a year 2002 was. Unreal. Uh, L.A. made... This is a crazy one because we've missed so many threes. L.A. made 84 three-pointers in the NBA Finals, and that's the most by any team in a six-game series in the championship round, and that surpasses the previous record of 76 set by Golden State in 2019. Now, the embarrassing thing is that, like, the Warriors were probably, like, 76 of 100. Exactly. And we were, like, 84 of, like, 200. (laughs) I know. Hey man, it works. It worked. <laughs> Washes away all sins. I know we missed a lot of threes. Uh, yeah. Rajon finished the 2020 postseason with 105 assists, all off the bench. Good for the most assists by a bench player in a single playoff series since stats were first tracked 
that's awesome. best player on the team on it, the, the, it, at least in the playoffs can, i don't know if you can deny it uh and rondo also joined uh clyde lovelet as the only players in league history to win a chip with both the lakers and the celtics um, and and lovelet did it uh before the lakers moved to la just for reference that's that's an it old was a long long time long, ago long time ago um and there were less teams so that's true uh yeah true. pretty 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 incredible shit love it man. yeah so i just want to kind of walk through and we don't need to hit them all but let's just kind of mm-hmm. walk through some of these players mm-hmm. what i don't know just what our thoughts might be or some memories we might have or what some of these uh what this what this championship might mean for some of these guys cool um let's let's just start with with lebron um <clears throat> lebron james and danny green mm-hmm. uh now join john sally and robert ory is the mm-hmm. only players to win NBA championships with three different franchises. Um, and LeBron is now the first suck at Kawhi hmm. to win finals MVP with three different franchises. Yep. I mean, that's like, we'll, we can talk about the Danny Green part of that in a minute, but <laughs> I mean, to, to think about the way that Le, LeBron has, has done this now three times, it's, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty remarkable, you know what I mean? Like to consider mm-hmm. that, that essentially he's, in all of these cases, joined a new team and been a championship within two years. And as the number one option. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. You know, yeah. John Stallion, yeah. Ori Green, you Those know, were all great players. players. Great players. Awesome yeah. role players. Danny, uh, every once in a while. Um, <laughs> hey, he's like fifth all time in finals three point shooting percentage. Doug, like, I get it. Like, and like, I, I try to put it in perspective too. I think he was shoot. he shot 40% in the game that he bricked front rimmed the three and he was yeah. running all over the place he's an old man so it makes sense he's playing all this defense he's gonna front rim the last shot because he just didn't have the legs am i frustrated Pass wasn't perfect yeah it's, uh, it was pretty good i know i understand good. the the person really to blame was keith there keith Mark Keefe, he just yeah, threw yeah, it totally, out of bounds totally. yeah i know you give you give danny green that shot he's gonna hit it mm. two out At of least five one times. out of three times <laughs> yeah two out of five <laughs> um, but yeah i mean what what we're seeing with lebron and uh, you know like i i know that everybody loves the after games like this talk about like lebron mj kobe whatever i have to keep kobe in that conversation i don't know why people keep getting that. <laughs> um i, I don't i don't want to judge the story of the man until the book's written you know totally totally like, let, totally he's there. still right he's still writing his legacy yeah you you're, you you might have like four more chapters left it's almost you know, like, more of a of an indication of what his ending status will probably be. Exactly. That, that we're already talking about and he still has another few to go. Exactly. And he's timed out perfectly. It, it he just needs to stay healthy, but he looks so freaking spry in this series. If he can if he can ride AD through an MB, MVP caliber season next season where he doesn't have to play that hard at all. You know, if he's playing less than 30 minutes a game, not playing that hard through the regular season, we could see this LeBron again. Totally. And maybe not just one more year. So, I like, LeBron will likely have his jersey retired in all three of those places. Yeah, I think so. That, I mean, absolutely in Cleveland and Miami, and, and, I, and I think that it won't take much more, if anything, for that to happen in L.A. So, I don't see how you... Now you really overcome no. that. No, it's pretty. I mean, have, he will yeah. own the record books. Yeah. By the time he's done, it's it's yeah. 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 If one out of every ten arena that you play in has his jersey in the rafters, 
and right next to it the champions championships that they won because of him it's hard to it's hard and to like like it's not just he might even have multiple statues man like it's it's yeah you're right you, you might right. even have to look at his face walking into three different arenas totally that's at, at some point someday totally you know, that's not out of the question no it's amazing how about ad dude ncaa champion gold medal nba champion triple crown he's that guy he's, he's that, that guy. guy why are people guy. why have people been questioning him they can't anymore because because you don't want to play on a small market team dude yeah, yeah. don't play on a small market team Giannis. get out of there come over here but don't go to golden state <laughs> but don't go to golden state <laughs> please go to the go to a bigger market yeah um yeah no anthony davis is that guy he's he's 27 he's only gonna get better we saw him get better not just this year but during the postseason so he has other gears and he's not gonna forget this it's like remember when like kuzma went back to the summer league or like when caruso like played nba and then went back to g league and was like oh shit you guys are slow Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like that's that's the thing that happens when teams go up to championship level and then come back down to regular season basketball. And they're like, what? This is how you guys play? And it happened with (laughs) LeBron too, remember? Like LeBron, after he won his first championship, like that next season was just like, oh guys, like you're not even playing hard anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're going to see that from AD and I think it's going to time out perfectly. It's going to mask the inefficiencies that LeBron may have, but only in the regular season. It'll mask when LeBron's not trying and I think we could still have the number one record. So, AD, man, totally. he's, he's going for MVPs. He's coming for you, Giannis. I hope so. Um, KCP, he got a K- we had a KCP game. Forever loved like in LA, mana man. From no more heaven. slander. Mana like from mana heaven. from heaven. He was worth every cent of that $38.5 million that we paid him over the last three years. Dude, he, he was. He was. And you can't slander, slander him anymore. All these guys, except for Kuzma and Green are unslanderable and javel <laughs> <laughs> how about um we already talked about the clyde lovelet thing but what's this yeah. other thing you found about with rondo it, i just think it's kind of cool something to point out that uh rondo was a big part of a title team 12 years apart so a yeah. hell of a gap that's the longest gap between titles for anybody uh, to play in more than one game in the playoffs that's wild i didn't know that Yep. I mean, I, you know what I forgot was how young he was on that Celtics team? Yeah. He was like his second year in the league. He was like 21 or something when they mm-hmm. when they won that title. I, for, I always forget how young he was, that he was drafted mm-hmm. in 06. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. Let's talk about Danny Green quickly. Uh, we talked about him a little bit, but look, the dude mm-hmm. is now on the list with, with some of the best championship role players ever. Totally. And you can't, you can't neglect his defense. I mean, there's a reason why we held him to 36 points and Danny Green's a big part of that reason. So like I, I, I joke with Danny cause he's, it's so frustrating seeing him miss wide open threes when that's what he did. And especially last season when he was 50% from wide open yeah. threes and we were, we were kind of expecting that, um, for him to be, a you know, a 40% high 30% shooter, but being wide open is pretty frustrating. I think part of that though is because he had to try so freaking hard on defense. Yeah. So yeah, gotta give I think him, he still led the team credit. in 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 plus yeah. minus over the course yeah. of the playoffs. That's cool. I didn't know that. I I, yeah. I know that he was one of our top shooters um, in in terms of volume and efficiency on that volume, which is an aggregate. 
obviously there were some pockets that were extraordinarily frustrating, but you know, uh, I just think with him, it's great. He's, he's, he's not going to make a dumb mistake Mm -hmm. unless he's like under the rim unguarded. But Mm -hmm. um, aside from that, he's going to make the right rotation. He's going to set the right screen. He's going to be in Mm -hmm. the right place. And I I think that that's something that's nice nice to have. Agreed. Um, I I guess just like kind of wrapping up here. Mm -hmm. Dwight Howard is now an NBA champion in Orlando. In Orlando, I think that's pretty cool. The redemption story, mm-hmm. you know, f- finished the way we all hoped it would. Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma, I think we're going to talk a lot about him in the coming weeks and months. Totally. But totally. as an NBA champion. Yep. Uh, and really, really McGee, improved in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yes. JaVale McGee, now a three-time NBA champion. Who's unplayable in the playoffs. Who's but unplayable he, in the playoffs. But he did help us get there. So, like, credit where it's due. I mean, he kept AD healthy. And, like, yeah. he played hard. And when his number was called in the playoffs, he played hard. Um, he's just not very effective in the playoffs. It's and he, just what it but is. he kept the energy high on the bench. Yeah, and exactly. He, did, he wasn't moping and stuff. Exactly. He's, yeah. he, he earned every, every bit of this. Um, Frank Vogel, NBA Incredible champion. Coach. Incredible coach. Uh, we are so lucky to, to have hired him, I think. Yep. Uh, exactly the Rob, right fit. Tactical. Rob Palinka, what a year for this guy. Yeah, I know. Highs I'm and lows, super man. happy for him. He also had like the sickest jacket I ever. Totally. Totally. That black. I've was, tried to find he it. Was I so can't. hyped, man. He was so hyped. Those Woo! woos. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Um and and last but not least, Jeannie Buss. She did it, man. Um, NBA champion. Her own team. Quite a season, man. Let's we'll 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 keep unpacking cool. this. We'll do another celebratory pod, I'm sure, with some of the random stats that keep coming out. I just want to thank you to all of our <laughs> followers for uh, joining us on this journey. I invite you to subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pods, Amazon Pods, wherever you get your podcasts, and check us out on social media at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. Um, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, join us again next time where we'll keep unpacking this championship and then start to look ahead what it looks like in the offseason, some of the moves that we might be able to make to even improve this team. So thanks, John. This is a great time and uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, getting up over the hump again. Oh, see you, dude. And I'll leave you with this. I may be a Southern Californian by birth, but I'm a Laker fan by the grace of God. See you, dude.